Hey guys, how we doing? Black and White Christianity coming at you for another podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Walter Mitchell, one of the hosts, Tyreek Osborne, the other host, and we're just so thankful to be here with you this evening. This evening, we're going to be talking about um, technology and its effects on the world at large, essentially. The effects on society, the effects on the church, the effects on the individual, the adult, the child. We're just going to talk about all of these aspects tonight, and we're glad that you're here with us, and we're glad that you keep coming back. We hope you'll like, share, and subscribe. And um, Tyreek, how are you? <laughs> I'm blessed, brother. How are you? Um, very good. Very good. Good to be here. Glad to be here. Ready to talk about some stuff. And we're just going to dive on in. So technology and all of its uh, fineries and the advancements and all this stuff. You know, what do we do with all of this? How, how do you feel about technology, where it's going? Let me just get your your thoughts before we get into the particularities. I'm, I'm going to be extremely honest. I love technology. And the way that we can do this here, you mm-hmm. know, um, there, there, there's a lot of good aspects to technology. GPS is, oh, I love it. I remember mm-hmm. having the Tom Tom and like the Garmin right, and stuff right, like that. Right. Like, oh, you know, the road changed. So now you got to update it. Like it's, it's all of that. And now the phone just <laughs> recalculating, you, you know, yeah, recalculating. yeah, yeah. You can take 83,000 <laughs> wrong turns and still get there on time. So, you know, I really, I really appreciate a lot of what technology has done, but then there's a lot of bad, and that's what we're really going to be talking about today. Right, right, right. Maybe this is a two part, but the first part is going to be about <laughs> the trash side of technology. Uh, let's just start on the social side. Let's start on the social side. So, <clears throat> I'll I'll put forth something that I was thinking about today because I knew we were going to talk about this tonight, and. Specifically for me, I think at large, technology allows people to not have a lot of skin in the game because they, in a lot of aspects, they don't physically have to show up. They can do a lot of preemptive stuff before they actually jump into the actual physical portion. And and I'm going to explain that a little more because some of you are thinking, well, that's not a bad thing. In some aspects, it's not. R&D, research and development, like what I do and Tyreek does on all kinds of things, absolutely. That's that's a nice thing to be able to do. But I'm specifically speaking about maybe like the dating realm, right? The dating realm is so easy to just be isolated, to be sitting somewhere, swiping right, swiping left, it's, it, it feels very cold. I say feels as though I'm in it. I'm not in it, but I, I can very well observe what's going on around me. Um, and I feel like technology has allowed people to kind of really uh, take advantage of one another. Catfishing, for those of you that don't understand what that is, it's when you post a picture that doesn't look anything like you. And somebody's like, wow, I would really like to spend some time with this person. And then they click yes. And you click yes. Cause you know what you're doing. And then you meet them somewhere and you're like, Oh wow. You are nothing like your picture. Like you were black in your picture. You're white here, like <laughs> completely the other way. Like mm-hmm. anyway. So one of the things that I, I was thinking about is just not, not really having a lot of skin in the game. Um, 
Tyreek maybe can talk a little bit about maybe like uh, the selling and buying aspect of things when you had to like go and physically like meet somebody and they said, hey, look, I have this thing. You have to come see it physically to buy it. Now we can see it all online. So why don't you tell me how that experience with technology has has been? I'm going to hit this hot and heavy real quick because I kind of just... It, this is a, it's a place that that is just burned for me. This is this is a this is a a, a hard thing for me to uh, talk about. But I've I've always I've never been somebody that um really really gets into the materialistic. You know, I'm, I'm more of an experienced kind of guy, and I and I like to experience things with people who I love and I care about. So like I'm more I'm more of that guy than actually storing up a bunch of stuff or having to have the best kind of looking car or whatever. I've never, I've never really been that guy. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of things. So when I, when I find things in my possession and I was like, okay, and I had to sell it. You always have like this tightness about you that like, mm. I go talk to somebody and try to show them what I have and to sell it. And then when you came, when they came out with the Craigslist and they came out with the Facebook marketplace and all of that stuff, it was like almost like a yes. Now I don't have to like have a yard sale and have people come kicking on stuff, talking about some, I mean, what can you do? How can you, you know, can you bring this price down a little bit, you know, whatever. So like it, it was always, it was always this cringy moment where you're trying to get rid of some stuff that you don't necessarily need. And then people are trying to get you even lower than what you already put your price at. But then, uh, you know, it, it just became like a lot easier to do these things. You set it up. People understand what it is. They want to see it. And you go sell it online. And then the scammers came and the, and the people that like to waste the time and people who are selling things that just aren't what they say it is. And, you know, and, and here comes the time wasting and driving and all kinds of stuff like that. So it is it's been a it's been a slow but steady uh digression from And you would from, say that some of the scammers have completely ruined some of those sites, right? That you would buy and I sell don't use from? Craigslist anymore. I, I hardly I the only reason why I even have Facebook is for the marketplace and I and I hardly do that kind of stuff either. I just try to mm-hmm. I, I I'm artistic. I draw, you know, like mm-hmm. I like to draw. And um and I was trying to buy an easel and I, I was sending people messages like, hey, I want to buy what you got there. And you know, people are really silly. Like, you know, they when, when they see the message, their little icon pops up like, I viewed this message. And they right. won't say anything to you. It's just like, do you want to sell it? I see this. Can you please respond? <laughs> I see this. Like, so you like you, you don't want to play that game. Then you got the people that post stuff and they forget to check the messages. So you sent them a message a month ago, and then you go and buy it from the store. Just like it's just like let's 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 stop the nonsense. I'll just pay for it up front. I'll just pay all the money that right. you know that's retail. And then they 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 send you a message a month later, like, hey, you still interested? No. <laughs> right, right. That, that, that was a month ago. Yeah, yeah, that sounds bad. So, yeah, technology it's, is really it's 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 not the sense of urgency isn't there, and that's where that's where we come to with a lot of things. The urgency isn't there anymore. It's made it easier for the bad people and harder for the good people because the bad people are able to stay in the shadows and kind of 
be undetected and do the things, whether it be chat rooms, social media, buying and selling scammers. You look like you're getting ready to say something. Well, I I just want to I, I want to get away from bad and good. I want to I want to like get more to like it's made it difficult for the well-intentioned and the non-well-intentioned has made it easier because none of us are good or bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, we're not good for sure. And like, you know, whatever the case, but that that the well-intentioned people who are trying to actually conduct like honorable business is that the unwell-intentioned people, they have made it very difficult. They've made it very difficult. Sure. So <clears throat> on that, on the continuation of the note, let's talk about one of the effects that technology uh, has on people and that's isolation. Uh, isolation is a big one uh, because, because of technology, offering so much to people it it has so many facile faculties i remember when the internet was new we were talking about this the other day you got the you, you got the dial tone mm, mm, it, it makes all the noise it takes forever to load up you have buffering you got the little hourglass that keeps flipping and you're like come on everybody mm-hmm. from the 90s knows about that in early 2000s but nowadays there is literally everything from your groceries to dating to what, whatever you can do it on an app, on your phone, in your house, in a bedroom, you ain't got to leave. And I think that's one of the problems here. I got some stats uh, picked up and it says a 2017 study of young adults ages 19 to 32 years found that people with higher social media uses were more than three times as likely to feel socially isolated than those who did not use social media as often three times as isolated. And what it is, is they're sitting in a, in a closed off area. Like um, I'm trying to think of what it is, but it's that dopamine hit. All they're wanting is that. Oh, oh, that was good. I'm just going to wait for that. Oh, there was another one. And it's just silently ice. I don't need people. I don't need them to come and hang out with me like it used to be. Hey, we're all going to the bowling alley. We're all going to the mall. We're, we're going and doing. We all have to get in. I was driving. This is crazy. It's a sidebar note, but I was driving yesterday and it was late and I'm never out in the dark anymore in the evening. And I was thinking to myself when I was younger and I was being, I was being social, I was always out in the evening because I was leaving from somewhere driving home. And I was like, I wonder how many people other than the ones that are at the bars are out being social, like at gatherings anymore? Probably not very many. What would you say to that? I, I wouldn't know, but I'm going to have to just go ahead and agree with you on that. I mean, like, I don't think, like you said, other than bars and clubs and stuff like that, like, man, you know, COVID had a lot to do with that, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of factors here, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, like, no, you, you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to care about people. It's it's easy to it's easy right. to care about people with social media, but like when you're face to face, that's a different kind of interaction. That's a it's a personal aspect to that. If something goes a little the way you don't want it on social media, you could just kind of silence treatment that and just delete it. It makes it easy to, to, to not deal it. with your problems. Right. Like you really don't have to deal with your problems. And that's something that it socially is terrible because people then have all of this. The person that's not dealing with the problems then never deals with problems because they're so used to pushing them away. And the people that are not being dealt with never get closure. 
So they're always hanging on. It's it's really a, a sad place that we're in. Uh, another thing that what it caught some of this stuff causes is depression and anxiety because you live and breathe on affirmation from others. So when you have a good day on social media, you have a good day. When you have a bad day on social media, you have a bad day. The digital world is full-blown affecting the physical world at this point. Like, we are tied together. And as somebody who doesn't use social media at all, other than YouTube, which to me isn't really social media, it has an element to it, but I just post this and a couple other things on there. It has been kind of freeing because I see people day in and day out just glued to their phone. And I know Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever they're on, that's what they're scrolling. And it's like we're just watching people. It's, it's, I can only think it, it's like they're plugged in. Their eyeballs have wires coming out and they're just plugged into the phone and they just can't help. And when they look up, it's like, where am I? Where did, how many hours have gone by? It's like this weird time loss that they're not really tracking. And, mm-hmm. Anxiety and depression is also how the, the demonic works. Social media and, and uh, technology has made it so easy for them to operate on people. Before, they had to kind of drag you away by a vice or by um, possession or something to a faraway place and they could really grind on you. Nowadays, all they got to do is get you hooked on social media and you'll sit somewhere quietly and they'll just grind away. You know what no, I'm it's saying? Crazy. Don't even have to sit anywhere quietly. I've seen people in a communal setting where, like, let's say we're sitting inside of a living yes. room and yes. everybody has their phone to their face, even though you know, I, 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 we're we're right here, you and me in the living room. This is the mm-hmm. scenario. And yep. I see something funny on social media. I tap on your icon and I hit send to you who is sitting right here it's right. just as easy for me to go look at this thing but no right, I right. send it to you because i don't want to stop what i'm doing i want you to laugh at what i sent you or whatever but i want you to do that over there so once i send it to you i can keep doing what i'm doing i'm looking for the next funny thing or the next thing to send to you even though you're sitting right here and that that you know i'm a i'm a sidebar this a little bit and i'm gonna talk mm-hmm. about you um, there was a time where you was like, you know what? I want to be done with 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 this. I'm over this. I'm over these phones. I'm over this social media stuff. Like mm-hmm. I just want. I want a regular low phone that just does texts and calls. That's all I want. And I mm-hmm. was like, it's not a good idea. I don't. I don't think we should go down that road. But like, I understand why. But just you know, whatever. And you were like, man, I just got to see this through. And I respect that. And I respect anybody with that kind of gumption and that follow through. So like, you know, you did that thing, and the world has literally made it impossible to yep. operate without a smartphone. It's yep. literally impossible to operate like that. I mean. You, I'll tell you, you I'll tell you the experience. something to eat. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, keep, just he's absolutely that. right. I was struggling with a vice. I was struggling with pornography and I didn't want to keep having that deep level of access. And so I wanted to essentially cut the hand off that was causing it. And so I destroyed the smartphone, got a dumb phone. It's called light phone. Maybe some of you out there know it is. It's a, it's an ink back screen type of Kindle looking thing. Talk, text. And I think it has like a calendar or calculator. That was it. 
And I was rocking it. It had terrible service, and the audio was garbage. It was really, really terrible. But it really hit home when I went into a restaurant, and I was like, can I have a menu? And they said, we don't do menus. All you can do is scan the QR code. I don't have the capability to do any of that now. And I was like, wow, I cannot operate in certain aspects if I don't have a phone. Like if you purchase something online and it's like we sent you this confirmation email, you need to you need to say, I, I confirm it. I, I can't do that. This dumb phone don't have email. So yeah, it was it was a really, really eye-opening thing. Like there's no way to do it now. Tickets at the airport. All, all of this stuff is going digital. Like it's all headed that way. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of uh, uh, touch on that. Oh, that bit. was it. No, the, that was it. Just wanted to tie in with the real life situation. I seen you do it. There was no, you know, you opened my eyes to that. I never really, I knew, I internally, I was like, this isn't going to go well just because I just, I just know it's not going to go well. But like, I had no idea what avenues were going to take to, to be like this, the evidence that you were going to bring to me to confirm my assumption. And when you did that, I was like, man, I didn't even think about restaurants and their QR codes. I didn't I didn't think about somebody sending you a confirmation email and you can't tap the screen and say verify. You can't hit a hyper. Right. You, you can't do any of that stuff. Like you now you have to get on the computer at your house to pay yep. a bill if you pay your stuff. Yeah, online. You can't like, look at banking. You can't do nothing. anything. If your work has to want you to do an OSHA thing, none of that. So, yeah, you have to, like you said, you either have to carry a tablet around with you, which defeats the purpose purpose. of of having it, or you have to wait till you get home. And our society is not structured that way. So moving on, there's a couple things I want to touch on. One of the things, as I was looking at this statistic, it made so much sense. It said poor posture, neck forward, head down, is starting to be a new thing. And we are literally bowing our heads to some of this stuff here and like it i don't know if you've ever seen this and i'm sorry if you work in an office and you're staring at a computer screen for eight hours a day i understand but we've all seen those people that are kind of like hunched over and like their heads can't really go up a lot of us are going to be like that because all we do is just neck down head bent The thing that one one of the many things that separate us from animals, the the civilization of the thing, is how we eat. You know, mm-hmm. animals bring their face to the food. Right. We bring the food to our face. Right. <laughs> but you know, spiritually, spiritually speaking, like we we. We're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to go to the the thing. Like we we go to the poor, we go to the um the fatherless, we go to the widows, you know, all of that stuff like that. We go there. We don't we don't always wait for stuff to come to us. We go. And for some reason, when we get these phones, we go to the phone. We we don't yeah. bring the phone to it's 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 very simple. This is this is what you're doing. This is what I want you to do. I, I don't know why this is so much of a difference, but like literally, I have I have talked to people who are knee deep in a phone and they have this hump 
on yes, the back yes, of this yes, situation yes. right yes, here. Yes, that's right. And, and, and I'm like, I'm sorry, can I just... That's a muscle. <laughs> you have a thickened muscle in the back of your neck now because yep. this is what you do. And people yep. are going to say, oh, man, these dudes is crazy. They're talking about this thing. Go look. Go look at somebody who's always in their phone, always yes. doing this here. Go look and see what's going on with the back <laughs> They of have neck. created spinal, like, memory muscle. Like, yes. It's, yes. it's Yes, it's cr- for people that neck and I used blocks. to play a lot of I used to play a lot of video games. That was another thing. The the whole like forward and this or, or you know you you do this depending on what it was that elongated forward and it you can't stand up straight. You can't sit up. You're you have bad posture now. And so <clears throat> moving on to another thing, reduced physical activity. Reduced physical activity. Technology, TV, social media, streaming, live feeds, all of this has made it so accessible for obesity, cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, and premature death in people because they don't have any outlet or they don't want another outlet. Go ahead. You look like you're just prime. You know, I just got to lightly push back here. I mean, what about the people with the VR headsets? You know what I mean? The stuff that they put on, they got the little Mm -hmm. pad in their room. They can do this stuff. That's a whole lot of physicality there, wouldn't you say? Like, I mean, I would. But let me tell you this I haven't struck oil shooting at food. So, like, I can't afford such humongous technology. So I'm just saying to you, yes, there are definitely those things out there. And let me tell you a quick story. As a guy from work who has one of those, and what, it's not the pad that you run on, but it, it's it's a room they've set up with, like, these little sensors so it tracks you. And his son has a little headset. Well, his son stepped in dog do before he went into that room and put the headset on. And then he went to side shuffling all over the carpet, grinding in a large area dog do. So (laughs) when I heard that, I was like, oh, technology, (laughs) you've made our lives easier. Just a side note on that. No, Um, you're you're right. You know, I was I was poking fun at that scenario a little bit there, you know, but. We're 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 doing things that that that's upsetting in so many situations. Like you said, mm-hmm. like let's just talk about those people that have all this technology. They don't spend thousands of dollars to set up a room, like you said, like right, right, a right, whole right. situation where it's like, oh man, yeah, you know, it's like almost virtually impossible for me to run into a wall or fall on my face or anything. I got this whole setup and stuff like that. And what are they doing? They're racing. They're running mm-hmm. on the track or they're they're running around shooting at somebody. You know, they're they're doing they're doing things that you can do for very little money outside with right. people. You're, you're, but you're it's doing like the same thing. The level of convenience that that stuff offers is almost unbearable for people to say no to. It's like, hey, y'all wanna like go to the movies or do y'all wanna sit out of the house and watch a movie. Now, most of you, and I'll be honest, I don't want to spend money and I don't even know people that go to movies anymore, but we don't want to get out and do anything physical because there's, we have so many options. Technology has offered us so many options for entertainment and we don't find physical activity, entertainment, really, whatever it is, intramural sports, 
uh, uh, running around the park, going this way, going bike rides. We don't find that because we have so many options to watch somebody else do that. You notice that we'll be on YouTube watching somebody watching do somebody the thing that we should that. be doing. Well, like, exactly. oh man, look at them doing like the three day camp and they're, 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 not only are they doing it, but they're filming. So they do this thing where they set the camera up and then walk forward and then they edit it. They have to walk back, get the camera and then move out. And it's, it's this thing where we're like, I want to see how this bike rides. Let me watch this dude. And you're just sitting here watching the dude ride a bike. And it's like, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just it's comical. Crazy. It's comical. It's so crazy. let's talk about what it does in children. Uh, in this in this statistic that I, I have, it says a 2000, 2018 review of various students noted the possibility adverse effects of children using different technology. Children who overuse technology may be more likely to experience issues, including low academic performance, low attention, low creativity, delays in language development, delays in social and emotional development, physical, inactive and obesity, poor sleep quality. Social issues such as socially incapable and anxiety, aggressive behaviors, addicted to technology, higher BMI. And I think a lot of people, not our generation alone, but the past one, too, was so cool with Rugrats and Hey Arnold raising the children. Like, just sit here. I got I got to do things. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't touch nothing. Boop. Do your thing. And and I think because of that. We see this level of kids not wanting to go and do anything. It's like, why would I do that when I have this thing here that's able to do all this for me? I don't need it's, it. I don't need to go and do go ahead. It's so multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Like it, you mm-hmm. you really can't even lay it at technology's feet all the way. You know, um there was just there was just another mass shooting. You know? Like there's there's all kinds of not I I while we're on the topic, I, I was watching a YouTube video and mm-hmm. these and there was two young men and they were driving and the, the, and the dude says, yo, are you ready? The guy that's driving, he's like, are you ready? He's like, yeah, I saw yeah, that. Ready. And they ran and into the dude. They mowed into an old man like they, yep. they mowed into him and they killed him. Yep, they and killed they him because they were children. And you know whatever that they were going to be, they were going to just walk that off, and they got the book thrown at them. Like yep. they got the yes, book. He was he was a retired police officer as well. But mm-hmm. like this is this is the kind of crap that like like I said, you you almost can't put it all away at social media's feet and like the and technology's feet, but then at the same time you can because they didn't just do this thing. They did this thing and recorded this thing. And the recorded it. recorded thing was the evidence used to seal their fate. So, yeah. like, so let me ask you this. Why are people recording themselves doing trash things, Tyreek? Why are they recording them? What's the reason? For likes. For views. For, for Graham, right? Yeah. Famous. For, for the, yeah. yeah. As, if I can be crazier, dangerous, unlawful you know they have these people that go into stores and essentially harass people and call it pranks like there's one dude that walks around with a fart machine and he'd be almost pressing his backside on people and be like and like people get very upset because they think he's breaking wind on them and so like that it just upsets me because that's how people are spending their time we this country seems to be imploding and we're spending our time doing these things. Now I want to 
we've spent half the time on the social side. I want to start to transition to the church side now. And so I'm going to open this up by talking about one of the things that I see in church nowadays when I go, people don't actually physically have their Bible. They don't carry the physical word of God. And pastors will also kind of um, encourage that. Oh, if you don't have your Bible, go ahead and get in the app. Look, I use the phone app for the Bible just as much as anybody else, but I don't use it in church. I use it when I'm in my car or when I'm looking up something at work and I don't and I don't have the capability to carry my whole Bible with me in the car trying to drive. I, I can't do all that. But when I'm at church, I, I don't want other distractions. And that's what having it on your phone does. Let me paint this picture for you. Please turn to Hebrews 12. Okay, I'm going to do this. Open, open up the Bible app. Okay, I'm at Hebrews 12. We're looking. Bling! Oh, man. Johnny and Susan got a new dog. I had no idea. Hey, 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 uh, Josh, check this out. You have now stopped listening. You've stopped reading. You're now engaged in this text from Johnny and Susan with the new dog. And you have have started to uh, uh, interrupt the next person's thing by this distraction. The problem with using the phones in church is that it's so ready for a distraction in church. There's so many other things on that box. Uh, like you said, you they they may call us old school, whatever you want to call us, or whatever. But there's always a cap- There's always a possibility that your phone won't work anymore. Something will happen, and then you won't have that phone, or right. you know whatever the case may be. And now you don't know how to. And this is to my shame. I can't operate a map. Like I, mm. I'm so far removed from from looking at a map and being like, okay, this is where I am, and then this is how you get here. So I got to take route and then and, and turn here on that. I'm so far from removed from that. If like, if somebody put that in front of me, I would not know what to do with it. I, I'm just be honest, and that's to my shame. But you know, most people will be like, but you got GPS, you got this, you got that. Yes, but there could be a time when something happens. EMP, whatever you want to call it, where you don't have this thing anymore. And now you don't remember how to do the real things of the real world. Like you right, know, this right. digital stuff yep. is a is something that's layered over the actual world. And so it's the same with the word of God. Like they're like, turn to Titus, whatever. Titus isn't a big book. But like mm-hmm. if you know where Titus is, you'll here we go, Titus. Like <laughs> If you just always use your digital phone, you don't have that reference. You don't, and 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 it has been scientifically proven that when you read something on paper, as opposed to digitally, you retain it more. Same as if you write it physically, you retain it more from the action of writing it down. Reading, writing, and comprehending comes a lot more. Um, it becomes a lot more of a, a firm uh, foundation than if you were just to read it on a digital screen. It's scientifically proven. So, like, mm. it, it, we can't we can't deny the fact of all the different things that line up to get us to get away from the actual 
physical world. We're we're they're they're trying to get us disinterested right. with the well. With I think actual truth of the. I think one of the things is like have a bunch of people that don't know how to do anything, and then they'll have to rely on us. Yes, they'll they'll have to. Yeah, sure. we'll we will feed them and feed them things that really don't transition to true survival in any sense. They won't know how to fix anything. They won't know how to read anything. They won't know how to sanitize anything or 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 process anything. By the time all this is said and done, so many generations will have come and gone that we have fed this garbage to that when things do go down, it's over. There's only going to be a select few people that find it of value to know how to do anything. One of the things that I wanted to talk about as we get close to the end of this podcast is one of the aspects of the church, and this is going to be very controversial, maybe even between you and I, because I haven't really brought it to you yet. And I know it's going to be controversial to modern day churches. I think, and this is my opinion, I think churches should stop live streaming their services. And let me explain. The reason that I think that I think churches should stop live streaming their services is because they're making it so easy for people not to actually come to church. And I understand why they do it. I understand why they live stream it because I've asked and I've heard them because it is a way to advertise their specific church so that they can have people come. Now, if you're going to use the excuse of what about the shut-ins? What about the people that can't come to church physically because they have some ailment or they're old? That is such a small proportion of people uh, that are, that are, that is that thing. Okay. So I thought about this today and I was really pondering it and I was like, you know what? We make it so easy for people not to gather. And then we wonder why people don't show up to the gathering. It's because we're enabling them to go, you know what? I like these jammies. My wife's sitting here. We're in bed. I'm going to just queue it up. We're going to watch the service and that's it. We'll be done. And we're missing out on the communal aspect, the communion aspect, the praise and worship aspect with the body. I understand people can do that in their homes. So I and this is, again, I'm going to say this, this is my opinion that churches should do less live streaming and do more teaching and preaching and stop worrying about getting more people in the, in the sanctuary by technology, by putting it out there like, oh, man, I didn't know that church was over there. And instead, why don't we all just get in prayer and let the Lord bring who's going to bring? So I'm going to just put that out there. You can give your thoughts on that, and that's fine. I just I wanted to put that out there. Oh, I'm not. I will. I'm not going to argue a different way from that. I I understand where you're going, and mm-hmm. and and to an extent, I'm right there with you. I like. I I agree. Um, the, it says don't forsake the gathering. You know, right. like you right. make make sure you 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 have to be a part. You have to be a part of the body. You can't be a body and and be off to yourself. Like if you've seen an arm laying on the floor. You're gonna say, "Where's the rest of the body?" You're not gonna right, go like right. that's the body. It's just, you gotta find the rest of it. Like, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from with that, and I and I'm tracking my my my, I guess, caveat or like side note to it is that I don't necessarily want to attack the live stream per se. I'm not mad at it. That you know that that's what you want to do is get rid of it, and I and I understand. My thing is that is a personal responsibility. You know, if if these people are going sure. to settle 
for watching it digitally at home or wherever they're at or whatever the case may be. If they're going to settle for that, then that's what it is. But if it was not provided at all, that doesn't mean that they're going to physically go to the church. You know, this, sure. this is this is on the individual. So, like, I understand what we're saying, but then we're also we're also taking that thought process and thinking if there wasn't a live stream, these people would physically go. And I don't think that that's one for one. I don't I don't know I, if that's is, you know. I definitely understand your part what you're saying there. How how like it's definitely on them, and that's you're fully correct there. I just don't think the church should be enabling their laziness, right? For, for that, so I fully agree with you. Fully agree that Likewise. whether or not there's a live stream or not. Understand that, like, if I think you're more right than I am, and what I'll say about that is they justified it to themselves. Mm-hmm. When they watch a live stream, they justify, I did church, whatever that is. I, I did church. I, I just think the church today is a bunch of programs and, and mechanical things. I just, I just got. A, you know, and I'm actually going to read it. I'm going to read it because I think it's same thing. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to read it because I think it's important. And, um, I got a comment from a guy on our podcast channel and I did a, I did a short a while back about why are Christians leaving Christianity? Like, why are people leaving Christianity? And this guy responded to me and he said, wrong. This man has zero clue. I grew up as a pastor's kid. The fear of the Lord was embedded in me. I was not quick to walk away. I spoke to the church leadership about my doubts, attended missionary trips. I was involved heavily in the church. The more I got involved, the more I realized it was all fake and I was brave enough to leave. So he, that was his response to me about why are Christians leaving or why are people leaving Christianity? And the point I made in there is because there's no fear of God in the people anymore. And his point was, the more he got involved in church programs, because that's what that's what he listed. He went to the church leadership. He attended missionary trips. He got heavily involved in the church. Um, he found out that it, in his eyes, that it was all fake, and and he was brave in his mind. He was brave enough to leave. And I think so often we put our hope and trust in the programs of the church, in the, the in the thing or the, or the people of the church, and we and mm-hmm. if they don't match up to the Jesus example that we have in our minds, then it's all, if they can't answer those contradictory things that we can't source out, then this just can't be real. And I'm not going to waste any more time dealing with this anymore. And, you know, I, I, I weep for him. I'm sad for him. I hope he returns. Um, but look, we're the church. The building is just the house we meet in. It's our job to be praying with people, to be doing the things of the body. If we don't produce fruit, we are a withered branch that's going to be cut off. If you're not acting like a Christian, then you're not a Christian. Whether you delve into technology or not, my question to you is, what kind of example are you on technology to people? Are you one way in your personal life and are you another person on technology? Because for me, that would be another level of difficulty to always be on. I, my flesh would just be so engaged and all the time wanting to do something. So, do you have any other comments before I close? Yes, I mean, okay. Like, one, one of one of the many things that you know 
as you read through the Bible, we we are we are called to be accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, we are called to be accountable and we are called to be accountable for our brothers and sisters in the Lord. This says, mm-hmm. um, you know, back, 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 even back in the, uh, when Cain and Abel was around and then Cain had killed his brother Abel and the Lord's asking him, he said, am I my brother's keeper? Yes. Yes, you are. You know, <laughs> yes, you are. And not, and not only are you your brother's keeper, but you have dropped the ball substantially because his blood is calling to me from the ground. The earth, mm. his blood is calling to me from the ground. So it's the same today. It's the same exact way. We are called to be accountable and technology has come in and made it so you don't have to be. You don't have to be accountable. Right. Like you, you can you can shut stuff off or turn stuff on at will. Like you can do whatever you please, which is the doctrine of demons. You know, mm-hmm. all, all of this kind of stuff where where you where you're where there is no accountability. Like you said to your point, and and I'm not refuting you. I I agree. Like I said, but I just don't think that was necessarily the issue. But it's like when you can stream it from your home, when you can say, "Oh yeah, you know, I watch church on." which is a wild statement in itself anyway, but I watch church on TV. So, you know, check the block. Like, you know, when you do that, you take the accountability of it because like, if you had to physically go, you have to wake up earlier. You have to make sure your family is together. You have to make sure you're all dressed. Everybody's fat. All the stuff that is required to make sure that they're good enough to be in the service and be there throughout and all of that stuff. All of that has to be taken into accountability. Drive time, traffic, all of that stuff. It's all an accountability factor that is that is being negated because you have you have the Internet. And you have streaming and you have all of this stuff where you, like you say, you can sit, you can sit in your jammies and you don't have to be accountable for crap. You don't. Right. So, I think there's a laziness epidemic and, and oh. social and technology has, has just enabled more laziness. And mm-hmm. let's, I want to talk about one more thing before I kind of close. Let's talk about short attention spans. The fact that people can't lock it in for any more than 30 seconds to a minute anymore because TikTok, YouTube shorts, uh, maybe something on Instagram. I don't have that one, but like everything is short, 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 short. People are trying to explain the gospel in 30 seconds to a minute and hope somebody comments and says, wow, that really got through to me, but I'm onto a cat trying to get out of a bag right now. So also. That like like you said before, the short form the short form content that we are that we are involved in is not that we can't lock it in anymore. It's that we it's that we are not concerned about something for that long because we can watch short thing about this and then this and then this and then this and an hour and a half will go by. So we were locked in for an hour and a half. The duration really wasn't it, but it was just like nummies, nummies. I want to laugh. Oh, what's this? You know, what's this? It's on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. And it's like, it's like we're still locked in, but we're just not, we're not trying to extract anything. We want to be, we're, we're all, it goes back to we're not, we're not receiving 
and learning and growing from what we're consuming is it's it's digital fast food. It's just something to put in there. It's not. It doesn't have any nutritional value. It's not. It's not making you better. You're not learning a skill. You're not doing anything. It's just something to pass the time. And we are but a mist, a vapor. That's what the Bible says. So if it's like that, why are we trying to kill or pass time? Like, who who are we? Who are we right. to waste time like that? So it's it's it's. Like I said, man, it's multifaceted, and like, yes, technology is definitely the vehicle. But they, it's it's hard to put everything at the vehicle's feet when there's drivers mowing down people. You know, they 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 oh, they're I'm not getting into these things and then using them to do these things. Not saying that technology is the ultra evil. I'm just saying that it's an avenue that makes it easier for people to be worse people. For sure, and um. Yeah. I want to leave you guys with this scripture for our God is a consuming fire. Hebrews 12, 29. Remember that our God is a consuming fire. He is all consuming for those who are his. Just remember, is God consuming you or is something else consuming you? Be careful what you're consuming. Guys, we're thankful that you're here with us. We hope you'll like, share and subscribe. We'll hope you'll be back uh, next in the next two weeks. We love you and God bless.